All right, all right. Here we are with another solo episode. You're here with Sophie. I'm assuming you guys uh, recognize my voice by now, but if you're new here, my name's Sophie Lane. I am one half of the Stronger Tribe podcast, and I am so happy to have you here, uh, whether it's your first episode or your... I don't know. We must be up to like 50 now. I think we kind of stopped counting because the interview episodes are numbered and then the solo ones are just a little bit of a bonus but I'm sure we're about 50 episodes deep so thanks for sticking with us if you've been here for a while or if you're new welcome on board um today you're stuck with me and I'm just going to be going through a couple of updates um just talking about random stuff really got a couple of questions a couple of would you rathers thank you to those people who sent them through on Instagram um if you are a long-term listener or follower of our Instagram page, you'll know that I'm a big fan of a classic would you rather. So how about we kick today off with those? I haven't really planned much of a schedule for this. I'm just going to see what happens really, but a couple of would you rather to kick us off. Thank you, Chris, for sending these through. First up, would you rather run a marathon with no socks or with socks soaked? Oh, hang on. No, I've read that wrong. Would you rather run a marathon with no socks or with soaked shoes the entire time? So either no socks but dry shoes or socks but soaked shoes. I'm going to say soaked shoes. I feel like that's just every run we've had for the last, well, feels like all year. I don't know. I don't know. I feel like I've just constantly got shoes sitting in dry places around my house trying to dry I've constantly got towels shoved into shoes I'm constantly washing shoes because they're covered in mud um so I feel like that's just the norm now but to run without socks I just don't think is worth the risk I think that is just blister heaven so yeah let me know what you guys think um I'll put a poll option in the thing below also from Chris you get an unlimited supply of shoes but you can only wear one model forever yes or no Gosh. See, the first part, getting an unlimited supply of shoes, sounds amazing. Who doesn't want just an endless stream of shoes, a lifetime supply? That would be great. But if it's only just always the exact same shoe. Firstly, in terms of injury prevention, we know that rotating your shoes is a good thing to do. Secondly, boredom. Like, is it I feel like I feel like it's so exciting to get a new pair that you've never tried before, a new color or a new update from your old version. And just I'm sure in the next I don't know, however long, how long am I going to be alive? Hopefully like another 80 years if I make it to 100. Um then I would want to know what's the new stuff. Like imagine you know how much shoes have changed in the last like five years or 10 years. Imagine what they're going to be like by the time we're old. So I'm going to have to say no. I think I'd rather pay for all my shoes in my by my own money my own self then have the same shoe forever i think um cool all right thank you chris for that little intro i hope you guys have decided your answers as well um a couple of other things that i wanted to touch on was my own training seeing as i've got the mic to myself i may as well just keep you guys up to date with my whole life story um let me where do I begin we had Gold Coast a few weeks ago and took that really easy I was sick in the lead up to that like that week before um and just wanted to take it easy with Lydia which was really fun and then we've kind of been talking about potentially doing Melbourne um I'm thinking about the half marathon Lydia's thinking the 10k 
Half marathon just makes more sense for me because I am doing Bondi to Manly at the end of the year, which will only be a month after Melbourne. So I just think doing a 10K just doesn't quite match up with everything else that I'll be doing in terms of my training. So I think the half will be good. And I think I want to have a crack at a decent PB. Um, I've heard that course is pretty good. And I just think it's interesting because the jog, like chatty jog that we did on the Gold Coast was an hour 53 which is only two minutes off my PB and we were just chatting, jogging, like cheering for people, laughing. It didn't feel hard. Like I didn't feel great just because I was sick, but it didn't feel hard in terms of my effort. So I'm thinking cracking 145 is reasonable. Um, it's an interesting one, isn't it? The whole PB thing. Cause I mean, running in general is just an interesting concept psychologically because it's really easy to compare yourself with others. And I'm not going to get into this chat today. This is all just fun updates. But there's so many people I know that run so much quicker. And I'm like, why can't I run that? Why can't I run that fast? Um, it's not like I'm new to running. I'm probably like 10 years deep now into like continual, continuous running training of some form. Um, and yeah, I'm just not that quick. So, I mean, it's all relative, isn't it? I don't want to say that because I know that there's people out there who would look at my times and wish that they could run those times. So it's not, that's not about that at all. But I just think I feel like I haven't quite cracked open my speed shell. Um, Yeah, I feel like I haven't quite worked all that out. And I do a lot of easy running. So I should add some sessions in. But the issue is I can never quite decide what I want to focus on and I want to do everything. This is my issue. And I think actually someone sent a question through about this exact issue. Um, Yes. Combat Wombat 75, a.k.a. Jason Cook. Planning which race to aim or train for. I'm the worst in the world at this as I want to do all of the races. 100% I agree with this statement. Now, we've had chats before in the past about training just for the sake of training, not waiting for races to come around, not just doing this massive build up for a race, having that as your whole focus and attention and then feeling lost afterwards. Um, And that's not really what, where I'm going with this, but what my issue is, I just want to do everything. And it's really hard to do well at something if you're doing everything at once. Um, There's a few quotes. A lot of people talk about this where like, if you want to succeed at something, you need to like just focus on that one thing. Um, I don't know that quote as usual, make up, make up my own. Um, but yeah, if you like me, are training for an ultra, but you also want to get a half marathon PB, you also wouldn't mind getting a really fast 5k time. You wouldn't mind doing a fast 10k. You wouldn't mind running a hundred miles. All of these ideas, all of these goals, all of these plans. We're funny people because we just want to do it all right now. And we were talking to Greg Pearson at Gold Coast and he was saying a similar thing, but um, talking about how we've got time. Like we don't have to do it all right now. There's years and years and years left in our running careers, in our running abilities. So why are we rushing to get everything done? But I think the issue is it's so much fun and I want to do it all. So I think we either have to settle with being average at everything or just going focusing everything on one thing but then again we've got the issue of getting too focused with that and then getting let down once that thing is over or when it doesn't go to plan or we get injured and all that stuff 
And I think for me, I'm lucky or I've made good decisions in the fact that I have other things to occupy me. So my whole life isn't running as much as I talk about running, as much as I run quite a lot, as much as I work with runners quite a lot. I also have the podcast and I also work with people who aren't runners and I also go rock climbing and I also juggle (laughs) I don't know if anyone knows I'm a big juggler I feel like I've kept that one low-key for a while now but I love me a juggle um anyway so I've got other things got guitar whatever else you know I don't need to know all my hobbies but I feel like I'm not that obsessed where it would ruin me and I quite like just being ready for anything I quite like just having this kind of broad base of training where I can just take on anything take (laughs) gee I'm just making myself sound like some athlete take on anything in the sense that I am just open to any sort of idea um speaking of any idea I saw a post the other day from our friends at turbo runners talking about ultra trail mount randwick (laughs) now I don't know a lot about this I remember seeing it last year um, I think it was last year maybe they did it. It's basically a 25k run around Randwick. I think it's seven laps. Um, and it's there's a bit of elevation. I assume there's a big hill. You would imagine with it being an ultra trail um, <laughs> run. They've kind of, I guess, used that name as in ultra trail Mont Blanc. But Mount Randwick. Now, let me have a quick look here. St. Mark's Road, Avoca Street, Coogee Bay Road, Carrington Road, Allison Road. Not really sure. I have no idea about any of those streets. But basically, it sounds like fun. Turbo Runners are a great crew. It's always a good time. Hawker's sponsoring it. It just seems like too much fun. 25Ks and it is on 31st of July. And <laughs> I shared it on our story. And Lara messaged me saying, are you doing it? And I was like, well, I've got nothing else planned that day. So why not? And she was like, yeah, fair enough. Like, good justification for why you do it. And I feel like that's just how I look at anything. Like, if I'm around, if I'm free, if I'm available, um, then yeah. Like, why would I not do that? It's 25Ks. It'd be fun, I reckon. Um, also, Turbo sent a... Uh, when, I, when I asked for questions and topics, Turbo said, I only want to hear about UTMR. So here we are. Ignore all the other stuff we've talked about so far and what we talk about after. We're just talking about it. Um, but yeah, I'm keen and yeah, I'm excited to do more stuff like that. So hopefully that at the end of July and then I feel like, oh, August city to surf. That's what's happening. Um, also know a few people doing Jabalani. So I might try and head down and watch the end of that. I think I'm working in the morning, so I might watch some of that. Um, and then September's Blackmoors, which is always fun. And then we have September, October, October, Melbourne, and then November, Bondi and Manly. So I feel like there's something each month for the rest of the year, which is quite good. I think one a month is sustainable, um, but more the more the merrier, I say, in terms of that. Um, we also have a question from previous guest Peter. Portable alternatives to gels for ultras. Now, I feel like last year was my year of the ultra. Um did my first one and then did four more last year. I think four. Yeah, whatever. I've done five, I think. Five runs more than a marathon. Nothing over 57. Anyway, I feel like that was me last year. And then this whole year, I was just, because I was injured so much last year, I just wanted to get healthy, be injury-free, pain-free, and touch wood. We're halfway through the year and I am currently 
still uninjured. I hate saying that because it just is so scary because you just feel like you can jinx yourself. Anyway, so I wanted to cut back my volume, cut back my distance and just be a bit more sensible. And I've done that. But what that means is my long runs now are not long for what they used to be. So two hours is like, I'm like, wow, yeah, I just ran two hours. That's pretty solid. Um, So I haven't used my pack. And also the other issue with that is I left my bladder in Newcastle at my old job and I just haven't been back to get it. And I don't even know if it's still there. It's probably in the bin, probably long gone. Um, But I haven't used my vest in so long. So my summary (laughs) for this question is I am a bit out of touch with the trail and the ultra stuff, but I will be getting back into it, obviously, for the next few months. So I need to learn. But in terms of portable options instead of a gel, Obviously, there's normal food. I assume we're all aware of that. Um, I have seen people making gels. I think using like rice, bananas, honey, maybe some dates, fruit. Um, I'm not much of a chef. I'm also not a nutritionist, so I don't entirely know. And I've never made anything myself, but I know that people do make them. So I'm sure there'd be recipes online. Um, I'm just a big, a big fan of potatoes. Um, whether that's in the packaged chip form or that's in the roasted solid piece form. Big fan of that. Big fan of a couple of lollies. Big fan of... What else would I have that's not a gel? Tailwind. Shout out to Tailwind. Use our code. Get some Tailwind. Cheap. Um, That's always good. And then, yeah, I just grab whatever's at aid stations, which is not usually what I recommend to people because you shouldn't try anything you haven't tried until, you know, whatever they say don't try anything on race day you haven't tried before um but yeah good question pete and i will investigate the recipes for those gels and if that's what you're referring to then time to get in the kitchen i guess and get cooking sophie from the future here just interjecting with a few more would you rathers that came through following my recording so the episode's not finished but i thought i would insert these here so how good is technology? Here we go. A few more sent through from our good friend Anna. Um, now these are quite uh, challenging. Would you rather? For me, anyway. Probably for you guys as well. First of all, first cab off the rank. Would you rather have water in one ear forever or one blocked nostril forever? Now I've already sort of pre-thought about these ones because I have. Uh, I saw them on Thursday and I'm recording now on Saturday. And I think my answer for that one is I would rather have water in one ear because I just value my breathing too much like I'm all for nasal breathing and I think it is the most efficient way to breathe and if half of that system isn't functioning very well um, I don't think my general life or my running life would be very enjoyable so as much as having water in your ear is very annoying I think that is my choice Um, let me know what you guys think next we have would you rather have a fart cloud follow you around just out of reach that you don't smell it but everyone walking past you smells it and you know it or do a little shart once a day. <laughs> this one's tough because no, you would have no friends. No one would want to be anywhere near you if you always smelt like a fart. But also the other one is just very impractical. So I have a few uh, follow-up questions. If you know when the shart is coming, if you can prepare for that or if it's a the same time of the day and you can you know I don't know put a diaper on or a diaper what do we call them nappies um or you can go to the bathroom as that is occurring then that's fine but if it's just going to come randomly I think I'd have to go for the other one because 
I don't know, you're just going to go through so many undies. And if you're in a, if you're out and about on the town, like, what do you do? Don't know. Um, one more, one more. Oh no, two more. Continuing on the fart theme, would you rather every 10 steps when you run, you do a loud smell free fart or every 50 steps you do a silent but violent fart? Now, I think this one's an easy one for me. I think I would definitely rather, oh, wait. Oh, yes. Silent but violent, I think. Um, firstly, they're less frequent, 50 steps versus 10 steps. But also you can just, because you're running, you just move away from it and you just blame the person next to you or someone else because no one can hear it. So they can't really work out where it's come from. So no one would ever know it was you unless, yeah, I'm sure they'd work it out eventually. Um, but yes, that is my answer. Now one for the ladies or for anyone that wears a bra. Would you rather run with only one shoe or no bra? And I don't know. They both sound horrible. I think at least with the no bra, I could just like hold my boobs, <laughs> which obviously is not very practical, but that's the solution. Whereas one shoe, like you'll just be, depending on what shoe you wear, I guess if you're in like a hunky, a hunky, <laughs> a chunky hocker, a hunky, hunky chocker, then you're going to be like just completely lopsided and every step is going to be so uncomfortable. I mean, regardless of what shoe you're in. But I guess if you wore some sort of like barefoot Vibram or Vivo, um, then at least you're kind of similar height on the ground. Oh, but I don't know. Obviously, this is going to depend also on like boob size as well. I feel like it's quite variable. So for me, would I rather run with one shoe or no bra? I think no bra. Um, that's tough though. Thank you, Anna, for sending those through. They really got me thinking. Um, anyway, continuing on with the rest of the episode. Now, what else was I going to talk about? I was going to talk about my current sort of training schedule, if anyone is interested, because, you know, just elite athlete things. I'm sure everyone wants to run like me, an hour 53 for my half marathon lookout. Um, no, but seriously, I am currently running five days a week and... I did write a plan because it's, I think we're 15 weeks away from Bondi to Manly or maybe, yeah, 12 weeks to the half. So basically in my mind, I want to be doing a long run. Long runs should be about 20Ks at the moment, building up to, well, this is a good question actually for you all. What should my long runs be leading up to the 80K? Because I was thinking maybe some sort of double like a big double. So doing like, oh, I don't know, maybe 45Ks on a Saturday and then like 30 on a Sunday or something like that. Um, I don't want to run much further than 50 really because that just takes it out of you or me, it takes it out of me. Um, so I think doubles might be the way to go in terms of getting some volume, fatigue on the legs, all that stuff. So let me know your thoughts as well below. This will all be a bit of an experiment for me. Um, and then... I want to do some sort of tempo session. I don't think I really get much value out of like pure intervals, fast stuff. Um, but I still want to work on that kind of threshold pace or just working at that comfortably hard effort because um, I think that is valuable for what I'm training on. And then everything else outside of that is just going to be some easy running. I want to try and do kind of like a midweek long run Um and then one long run on a weekend. And then when I do a double, I think this is the plan. I think I'm going to do, oh, I don't know. I think I'm going to alternate between a double long run weekend. Because to be honest, as much as I <laughs> joked about being an elite athlete, 
I am far from it. And what that means is I want to live my life as well. I don't want to just be running all the time and have no time for anything else. And I find if I do a long run on Saturday and Sunday, it's like that's on a weekend gone. So I have time on Wednesdays for a long run. So I'm thinking most of the time I might do a Wednesday, Sunday long run. And then maybe once a month do a big double Saturday, Sunday. I feel like that's a good way to balance my life and my running life. Uh, But let me know your thoughts because I'm keen to hear your opinions. Um, I'm also going to the gym. I've started a new gym a few weeks ago. Um, So I'm doing some more like strength and conditioning stuff. And it's definitely tougher than what I was doing before. I was doing my own thing. And I was just sort of, you know, having plenty of rest and doing not a lot of volume reasonably heavy like I still wanted to lift heavy but it just was yeah this the stuff that I'm doing now is a bit more intense and I'm feeling like it's a bit more taxing I'm feeling a little bit more drained from it a little bit more tired um but it's good I'm getting three sessions done a week which I feel like is going to help and that one or two of those sessions are conditioning only so it's kind of just like the benefit I'd get from a run but without the time on the legs which I think is a good thing in terms of injury prevention um what else? Other things are work's going really well, really enjoying it. If anyone's on the North Shore, we have heaps of running sessions through the week. So anywhere around Lower North Shore, North Sydney, um, we're also doing VO2 max and lactate threshold testing, which I'm just loving at the moment. It's so fun. It's so enjoyable. And I think so many people are training to heart rate at the moment. But if you're training to heart rate using your watch, like, how do you know? I just, I don't trust the watch heart rate. Oh, actually, speaking of watches, I finally got my new watch. For those who know, I fell over about a month ago and smashed my watch and I finally upgraded and I've got the Garmin Forerunner 955. Now, I'm going to have a quick flick through and let you know some of my updates. It's got kind of like your, um, I guess, target times, which predicted times, which my old watch had as well. Um, There you go, 146 for a half marathon, so we need to beat that. Um, It's currently saying that I'm overreaching. My heart rate variability is 61. It's got sleep. Um, respiration so it tells you how many breaths you're taking per minute which is quite interesting I think steps sunset body battery now this whole body battery thing I wasn't quite sure about it but kind of just makes sense it's basically like when you wake up it's full or it's like a little bit low and then it builds up the first hour when you wake up and then it just slowly empties which I think just makes sense right isn't that how it works you're full of energy at the start of the day and then you slowly use that energy throughout the day and then you sleep and then it repeats um we've also got stress on here I'm currently 39 stress overall 18 I don't really know what any of that means but anyway there's lots of data on there very interesting probably not the most interesting listening for you but if you've got one of those garments you will know how fancy they are and yeah it's quite interesting I'm quite enjoying the data but it is tricky because it gives you this like morning report in the morning tells you how much sleep you had tells you how like ready you are for the day and today my watch told me I needed a rest day and I'm like well how do you know because I only ran 8k's yesterday and it was very easy pace so for me that's not like enough to warrant a rest day today kind of thing um so I'm ignoring it and I'm going to the gym soon and I don't care what it says but yeah I'd be interested to know what you guys think about all of that do you pay attention to your watch do you listen to what it suggests do you just completely ignore it um and we were talking about this with Blake and Kelly about how if you like wake up on the morning of the race and your watch says you had a terrible sleep and maybe your heart rate variability is a bit lower than normal and maybe your body battery says it's low and all that stuff like even if you choose to ignore it does just knowing that subconsciously play a role in your performance mentally like do you think oh no I'm just I'm not 
in good condition I'm not ready um I feel like I would I feel like I'd use that as an excuse that's just kind of my personality type I think about oh no no sorry no I can't I won't I won't do well today because my watch said I didn't sleep well um but as we all know it's not about the sleep you have the night before it's about the two nights before um so it doesn't even matter but there you go that's my watch update as I was saying works really good come and visit me if you like um what are the other updates I feel like I've got more things to say um we've got a few exciting things coming I don't know if I can say anything about any of them I'm trying to think if there's anything I can hint at or give you guys info on um probably not at this stage one thing um Lydia's coming down to Sydney in a couple of weeks the weekend of the 23rd 24th of July um and we're going to try and organize a run. We've been talking about it for ages. We better organize it soon because that's really soon. A week and a half away um, or a week when you listen to this. So if you're around Sydney, we're going to try and get a long run done on the Sunday. Um, hopefully not everyone's doing the Sydney Harbour 10K because that will be inconvenient. Um, <laughs> but anyway, we're going to do a nice, easy social run on the Sunday. So if you're around, let us know. We would love to have you. Um, and yeah, apart from that, we've got our episode with Chris coming out this Sunday coming for you guys um and then I'm trying to think who else is on the list we've got an episode coming out with Andy that we need to record that's going to be all about beginning running so how to start running um and then yeah we've got some more coming soon that I will keep a secret but other than that thank you so much for your support thank you so much for listening if you've stuck around this long um we would really 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 appreciate a five-star review on Spotify and a five-star review on Apple um it's really really hard to be kind of discovered and found as a podcast there's no sort of um explore page or random algorithm like on instagram or youtube where you just randomly get shown to people it's literally you either have to be in the charts or you have to be searched so instagram is our only way to kind of reach people and then if we can rank a little bit higher in the charts then eventually we might get a little bit closer to being seen um on Instagram too, if you would love to like, comment, save, share anything we post, it really, really helps. The more engagement we can get with the posts, the more they get shown to more people, the more people will find our podcast and then the more stuff that we can do. So the more cool guests we can get on, the more opportunities we can have with you guys and yeah, it just helps everything. So any little action like that, any little like on our post, we really, really appreciate. The more engagement with you guys, the better. Um, and yeah, send through any questions, send through anything you want to chat about, join our Facebook group. Um, and we've got a couple of discount codes below. If you want to use those, treat yourself to some tailwind or some new shoes. Um, but yeah, other than that, thank you so much. And we will speak to you next Sunday with our episode with Chris Huang. So yeah, catch you guys. Thanks so much.